Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of Second Helping for 2021. Six months into the year and this is my first episode. And that is because I have had a year. Um, so many things happened. Uh, but the main thing is that my mom got sick and I just don't have any time or anything to record any podcasts and I will actually maybe speak about that um when I when I have the the emotional courage to do so but right now I wanted to talk about something else and that is anxiety so my whole life I have suffered from a what people would term a panic disorder and anxiety and panic disorder and I'm, I also happen to be claustrophobic <laughs> which is a lovely little cocktail if you think about it and um, I recently got offered the opportunity to go on a trip of a lifetime something that I have always wanted to do something that I have shouted from the heavens something that I have made everybody listen to if they had a moment and that was a trip to the Maldives. And I was so excited and so happy. And I just could not believe my luck. I was like, what is going on here? Universe, you came through. And I was just like super excited. Like so many wonderful things have happened to me in the past six months. After I just went through hell. And then like, like really good things happened to me which was so confusing because my mind was in like in this dark space and then there were like these things that were happening things that I had been wishing for for the longest time and they started happening and they just confused the living daylights out of me but back to the trip I get off of the trip I accept everything is being planned visas everything all of these lovely things and about a week before I go on the trip I start having um, little niggling feelings, you know, I mean, people who have an anxiety disorder will tell you that, you know, you start thinking about all the things that could go wrong and it starts off slowly and I'm like pushing it down and ignoring it and pushing it down and ignoring it and pushing it down. And then just on a Wednesday, I wake up from my sleep and I and I'm in the midst of the biggest panic attack I've ever had in my life I couldn't speak I was hyperventilating I didn't know what to do my body was literally fighting for its life I was fighting to breathe but there was nothing stopping me from breathing I was fighting to breathe it was so bad I called my sister and normally when I'm going through a panic attack I don't really tell anyone like I don't call anyone or tell anyone because it's such a harrowing thing to put someone else through it's also it's exhausting for me mentally and physically but it's also very alarming and sort of I feel like it's a it's 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 a, a 
a a a not nice thing to put someone else through because i'm used to it they're not so used to it because most of my life people have seen me at the start of a panic attack or at the end of a panic attack they've never been through the entire thing from the start to the end and it's very scary it's a it you know i sound like i'm dying i act like i'm dying so it's quite shocking for someone who doesn't suffer from panic attacks but this time i just couldn't go through it alone i i could not go through it alone i was convinced that today that particular day was the day that i was just going to die i was like okay i'm going to die it's 2 o'clock in the morning i live alone nobody knows that i'm going through this panic attack and i'm this is it i'm going to die so i call my sister and I'm trying to explain to her that I'm having a panic attack but I can't speak and I'm just hyperventilating into the phone and she keeps talking to me and she she's like okay what's wrong until she realizes that I'm going through a panic attack and then she's like okay don't try to say anything don't try to speak just try to breathe just try to breathe and she's trying to talk me through it she's trying to talk me through it and I was just in the throes of dying i was just gasping out my last breath i was convinced okay this is it i'm this is me dying and i felt so guilty because i was like oh crap i'm going to die on a phone call to my sister she's never going to like get over this you know which made the panic even worse and i'm just there just straight 20 minutes just gasping for breath hyperventilating chest sore body exhausted and i'm just like panicking and the reason for my panic was that i was going to be in a plane for well not in the plane but i was going to be flying for close to 13 hours or more and i'd never done that and i was freaking out about being stuck inside a plane for that long you know and i was just terrified i was terrified i was i was scared that i was going to lose my mind i was scared that i was going to have a panic attack in in you know mid air and i was scared that i was going to be arrested on the plane like all of these things that my brain came up with all of these things that my brain is just telling me is going to happen and my sister and I wanted to cancel the trip I wanted to call the people that you know had organized the trip and tell them that I I can't come I wanted to cancel so I told my sister and I said later this morning I'm going to can I'm going to call and cancel the trip and my sister says I understand how you feel but if you cancel the trip how many more other things are you going to cancel cuz you're always going to to panic about things you're always going to to have this anxious reaction if you cancel that means you're going to be canceling for the rest of your life so then i i just got so sad 
because she was saying that and I knew it was true because I had already cancelled so many things. I've cancelled so many things because I was anxious. I've cancelled so many things. I've let opportunities go by because I was anxious. I've messed up opportunities because I was anxious. I've literally sabotaged myself because of anxiety. I have not risen to the occasion because I was anxious. I have second-guessed myself because I was anxious. I have taken the the different paths in life from what I truly wanted in my heart because I was anxious and I have refused to participate in life because I was anxious and when she said you're going to be cancelling so many things I felt so bad because I had already literally already cancelled so many things um i've made such not i don't want to say bad but i've made such um silly choices because of my anxiety i've not gone places because of my anxiety i've not done things because of my anxiety i've turned down so many things because of my anxiety and it frustrates me and it I feel guilty and I'm angry but there's nobody to be angry at it's just something that I have to work through for the rest of my life and some days I'm really good at managing it and some days I'm not you know and I then sat and I thought about it and I said this is something that you've always wanted this is a trip that literally when I first started doing the job that I do and I first started working at the place that I worked it was one of the things that I told people I was like one day I'm gonna make it to the Maldives one day I'm gonna do this and my editor who was offered the trip uh you know immediately when she told me she was like you will never believe what trip just came up you know and it's because I've always just always just told people that I want to go to the Maldives everybody knew it and then when the trip came she just like you know you won't believe what trip came up because you knew I was gonna lose my mind and I was just like this is a test now to see if I if I will continue in the pattern that I have started would I continue letting my anxiety control everything in my life or will I rise to the occasion and you know sort of live through it do you get what I mean like a live through the anxiety so I listened to my sister and I didn't cancel and I went online and I started googling how to manage panic attacks um when you're flying what's the best thing to do when you're flying long haul you know there was advice arrive four hours early so you don't feel rushed spend like you so you can settle down all of these beautiful things counting methods all of these things and um i am seeing a therapist for my for my um anxiety and uh, panic disorder so my sister had you know, she suggested that I go and see my therapist again and ask 
and ask her to like sort of like write me a letter so I could get a prescription for some calming tablets. And I did, and I went to the doctor, and my doctor was like, oh, which is something that we've done before. I've had to fly to Mauritius, and I was also terrified of being in the plane, but it was like a four-hour flight. I've, and I went to my doctor, and I got some calming tablets. So my sister was like, we can do this again. Just go back and do it again, and maybe get some sleeping pills if you're afraid that you don't want, like if you don't want to be awake, you know. You could get a sleeping pill and like sleep the whole entire way so excuse me so I did um I went to see the doctor I had was armed with everything I had a coloring in book which is something that I do to sort of also manage my anxiety I color and uh, normally in the house what I do is I would bake or cook something and just do something with my hands just to have an outlet for all of the energy so if I'm traveling, I have a coloring in book, a magazine, a little a journal that I write things in. I write what I'm feeling, particularly at that moment. So I was armed and had everything that I that I wanted. And the night before I was to fly, I had another humongous panic attack. But I was like, I've made the decision. There's no way that I can cancel now. It's the day before I have to fly. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be blacklisted in the media industry if I cancel. They've already paid for all the flights and the accommodations and everything. So I was like, okay, cool. I arrive at the airport. First of all, there is this traveling during COVID is so stressful there is this immigration form that i have to fill and it needs to be i need to declare my health status i had already done all of my pcr tests and they they wanted to see that and all of those things and then i arrive nice and early at the airport and then i spend the next two hours just panicking because there was something wrong with my form i couldn't fill it out uh the airport uh layout had changed they were no longer allowing certain people in certain areas and everyone was entering through the same entrances and exiting through the same exit and I was just so confused and it was just, I started to panic and I was like, oh my God, see, this is a sign, this is a sign, this is a sign that I shouldn't get on this plane, this is a sign, this is a sign, this is a sign and I had to go sit down somewhere and I had to talk myself out of it and I was like, it's not a sign that you shouldn't get on the plane. If you were not supposed to get on the plane, things were going to go bust long before you got to the spot. This is not a sign that you shouldn't get on a plane. This is a sign that you should calm down. So I sat down and I had, and I was talking to myself and I calmed down. And eventually I got, you know, the form right. And I sent it off. And then I was able to check in because Qatar Airlines would not let you check in until you completed that immigration form about your health declaration and you know all of these these things that they had um that they needed you to do because uh, the the Maldives needed all of that information and you couldn't get on the plane without having done any of that so um I completed it was able to check in and then I went off and 
after I did that. I thought I had a bit of time, but then I found out from the passenger handling agent that actually the plane was already boarding and I had about like 10 minutes to go through security and do all of these things before they closed the flights because for some weird reason they're now closing flights like earlier, you know. So then I immediately, my, 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 adrenaline spikes i'm panicking again i'm rushing to the security gates i get there they're like oh whoa, man before you get here you have to fill out this covert screening form i'm like my goodness ah, so many forms i fill out the form um i call this lady that i am traveling with and i say to her which gate are you at which gate are you at they told me uh, this number and she says no that's the wrong gate don't go to that gate i panic even more and then I'm there going through security, panicking, panicking, sweating, sweating. And they look at me like, what is going on with this girl? Then they stop me and they say, what's this in your bag? And I'm like, what is in my bag? I don't know what is in the bag. Turns out I had a bottle of pepper spray that I forgot was in my bag that I was taking on onto the plane because it was the laptop bag that I used to take my laptop to work. So I always put a, pe- a bottle of pepper spray in it. And I had completely forgotten it was there. And then there was this huge ruckus because I had said that I didn't have any dangerous items, blah, blah, blah. And they pulled me to the side and they were taking my passport and writing the number down and everything, all of these things. And I'm stressing even more now. I'm like, truly, truly, this is a sign that I should not get on this plane. I'm standing there and I'm like, should I just go back? Should I just go back? And then this lady looks at me and she says, what's wrong why are you you know going through what you're going through and i was just like no no um i'm i'm, I'm late uh are you guys gonna like put a like a, a red mark against me because of you know this pepper spray and she's like no we're just logging an incident report you can go through to the plane like calm down girl you know she's giving me that look like chill you know I grab my bag and I run to the gate where I'm supposed to go and there's no one. (laughs) I'm starving. I know I can't take this pill if I don't eat. I grab like a salad bowl and I buy it. And as I'm paying for it, one of the uh, stewardesses comes out and she says, you know, she calls my flight number. She's like, last call for this flight number. And I'm like, that's me. That's me. Please, that's me. And I'm just running 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 panicking until eventually i get on the plane once i'm inside the plane i sit down i can't see anyone that i'm with and then i'm like okay where are the people that i'm supposed to be with i sent them whatsapp messages and i'm like where are you where are you seated and then it turns out they were literally right in front of me so then i'm like okay and i walk over to them and i start explaining my entire life i'm like i'm claustrophobic I have a panic uh, disorder. I'm going to take a pill right now, but I just need you to know that if I start acting funny, please talk to me to calm me down. And they're like, okay, cool. So I take the pill and I sit down. And this this the the coordinator of the entire trip is sitting next to me and she's just like, okay, we can talk if you, you know, if you feel like you need someone to distract you. And I'm like, cool. And I sat down and the doors of the aeroplane closed and I had a slight second of wanting to run up and jump out of the plane. But I was like, no, you've made it this far. You know, you, you are 
here now. And this plane is taking off and you are in it. And so I turn to my left and I speak to the, to, to the young um, lady next to me. And then we take off. I barely notice. And we have a fat conversation for four hours. The following four hours, um, I start doing some work that I had to do. And then the plan lands and we have to um, go and catch our, our next one on the layover. And I get on that too and we land in the Maldives and we get on another plane and we land at our first resort. And as I step on the ground, I'm like, wow, I could have missed this. I could have missed this beautiful experience because of being too much in my head. The flight back was so much better. They were awesome. I slept through all of them because I was so tired and I did not have any sort of panic, worry or anything like that because I feel I was so empowered and I was so happy that I had not listened to the anxiety. I had not listened to the disorder and I, I, I powered through it and I lived through it. And on the other side was the most beautiful experience I've ever had in my life, a highlight, a bucket list item ticked off, top tier. And I'm so, so happy about that. And it gives me so much hope about how I'm going to be handling the rest of my life.